What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Cabbage Cart Podcast, your weekly source for all things Avatar. That includes Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, and books. Fair warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for all Avatar content. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the cart, Ricky has flown off to Neverland, so we're talking shop with Ian. Given all the deets on Triforce Collectibles. We are your hosts. I'm Ian. I'm Austin. And this is the Cabbage Cart Podcast. Okay. Ah, oh, jeez. You may be wondering, you may have read the description on today's episode and say to yourself, now where is the most handsome, charismatic, lovable guy on the Cabbage Cart podcast today? Dylan, right here. Exactly. <laughs> He's sitting right across from me. <laughs> you ruined my joke. That's where, <laughs> that's where I was going with it. <laughs> oh, man. No, Ricky's not here today, though. Ricky has some other priorities. Yeah, he's got different obligations, so whatever. You know, the show must go on, as they say. Yeah, yeah. But we're having a good time here. And uh, we kind of were saying, I was kind of thinking anyway, I mean, we kind of talked about it briefly, like just talking shop today. Like literally, because you own a shop. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, whoa. Did that make, <laughs> did that sound just come across in the mic? <laughs> what was that? That was mid-drink, bro. <laughs> That was mid-drink. Oh, that was you? No, no, that was you. Oh, that was, I, was like, anyway. I just heard some weird noise in the Someone headphones. Gurgling. <laughs> pardon the gurgling. <laughs> <laughs> pardon, pardon my gurgling. That's funny. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I, I own a, a shop called Triforce Collectibles in downtown Glendale, Arizona. Uh, we, we sell all kinds of, God, we sell everything, really. Dude, it's super. Well, yeah, so we've never actually talked. We've, like, talked about the store, like, what it is. But we've never, like asked you about it really okay like, like what is so like what was your background getting into opening up your own storefront what was the background oh man like what led up to triforce collectible oh. as we see it today um i was tired of working for for uh for kohl's man i worked at kohl's for fucking six years but like i i was yeah i wasn't i was making pretty much minimum wage and uh, uh i like comic books so i decided to like Go to the different comic book stores and 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 pick out their like exclusive covers. Like they'll have if you order a certain certain number of covers, they'll you get incentive covers that are expensive. That, oh, okay, that are cooler, right? So I used to grab all those up and then flip those on on eBay, Amazon, and stuff like that. And then I was walking around Kohl's one time with a signed Hulk comic book, and my manager, uh, he's like, "What do you got there?" So I showed him, and he goes, "Hey, by the way, I I, I run uh, a." a my own store, my own mini store inside um, another store. It was called Collector's Marketplace. And uh, he's like, you should come. Uh, we have I have a toy show every single Saturday. Come on down and, and sell your wares and see where that leads. Really? Yeah. So I came down uh, one Saturday. I set up. I brought, uh, man, Pops. Were, pop, the pop finals were just now starting. I had the Avenger set. I had the whole fucking Avengers set that I went. Oh shit! The things like were like like fresh pops, like like, like pops like, was just hitting just its stride. Hit, just hitting its stride. So this is probably like 2012, 13, maybe. Uh, 2000, yeah. 2000, maybe 2011. Two, yeah. Well, yeah. I started in 2011. The whole comic book thing, 2011. Okay. 
Yeah. Because um, I remember that's when Pops was still getting big, because I was working at Toys R Us at the time. Oh, shit. Okay. And so it was like, I got to see it coming into the show. Yeah. So I was I was really into the Pops, uh, the Avenger Pops. I went to different Toys R Us's, different, like, uh, I don't think KB Toys were around at that point, but I was going to different places. Um, and I picked them all up, and I put them all on the table, and I got made fun of. Really? Yeah, yeah. People were like, what the hell is that? These fucking little things. These little, uh, these little fucking things. These little chibi-looking characters. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's just, you know, pop vinyls. They're like brand new. There was a whole store. Do you remember the McFarland store next to yeah. where the, the Cardinal Stadium at, is at right Westgate, now? yeah. Yeah, Westgate. So I used to go there all the time, man. All, I forgot about that Dude, store, that place dude. was amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I used to go there all the time, look for all the different exclusive pops and stuff. So uh, I got gifted a bunch of comics from uh, somebody. And then I set up there. I had my own personal collection of McFarlane toys. If, I don't know if you've seen them. They're like uh, horror. Uh, McFarlane does these. Like, those. Oh, you have them in your office, right? I did, did. I did. You yeah, did. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, no, yeah. I remember seeing them, but yeah. But they had uh, McFarlane has this line called Movie Maniacs. And, and uh, in particular, I was in I was a fan of the horror stuff. So I'm like, you know what? I don't need this anymore. And I, and I put it all out. I had some sports stuff, put it all out, and I just started selling your collection. Really, I selling my collection. I had forty dollars in my pocket, and then I had my own collection. Jeez, yeah. So, so forty dollars for buying stuff. Were you buying stuff at the time then, or yeah? I'm like, I I went on my first uh, my first show, first Saturday show. I went. I made zero dollars, but I had I had forty dollars in my pocket to like go and buy something. You okay. know, see if I could buy anything like that. So. Uh, you know, it just kind of went from there. I, I ended up, uh, having, uh, like f- falling out with the, the owner of that, that building. And then I ended up uh, buying someone's collection, like video game collection for like $4,000. It was like a big ass video that filled like an entire room. Wow. And so I, cause I was always into video games. So I, I, uh, pivoted into retro video games. So that just exploded, man. Like I don't know if you've been to a, like you've been to my store. I don't know yeah. if you've been to any other store, but not any like, like yours, at least. No. Well, uh, people say that. I don't know why. I because I work for I work retail for like sixteen years, so I I approach it like I'm like it's a real t- retail store. Yeah, it seems like you got this like it's like inventory. It's not just a bunch of. It's not an antique shop. Like you walk into right. an antique shop and you just see a bunch of stuff. Right, right, right. This is like categorized and like organized. So it, I, dude, it has, I, a, it has I, a much more like professional feel to this. I try, I try, I try. Yeah. So, well, yeah. You know, keep going. So, <laughs> That's kind of. So I ended up, uh, after I pivoted over to video games, I partnered up with the manager that got me into it. Like we, we uh, rented out um, uh, a room together and uh, it was like a co-op where a bunch of different collectors marketplace. We ended up making, I made up with uh, the owner of the building. And we went back and, and uh, went in on the room together. I sold video games and he sold like vintage Star Wars. Like vintage Star Wars, vintage G.I. Joe, He-Man, all that kind of good stuff. It's just like 70s and 80s. He didn't want anything new. So r- what really shot it off was I went to Phoenix Comic Con. And I set up at Phoenix Comic Con in a little like five by five section of someone else's booth. And I made. Oh, you like subleased the booth I, yeah, space? Yeah. Well, yeah, because uh, Collector's Marketplace. Neil is the owner of Collector's Marketplace. So Neil had, uh, I want to say, like 12 booths at Phoenix Comic Con. So wow. like three, four by four sections. They're, the booths are 10 by 10. Uh, so we had a, a, a three blocks of four booths. 
And he gave me and John a five by 10 or no five by 20 section of one of his booths. So like, I just had this tiny little section to, to work out yeah. of, <clears throat> I had my, uh, my glass, my glass case, put all my video games in there. And I made like, like $10,000 in like <laughs> two days. I'm like, holy yeah, like, uh, shit. There might be something to this. Yeah. It, it, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. So we got a, we got our own booth. And and I've been doing Phoenix Comic Con since 2012. So you're basically like, this is something I got to pursue because I yeah I there's obviously people buying this stuff. Yeah, it, it I was the only video game vendor there, and and everyone when they they it was weird because it happens to this day because there's there's only so many video game vendors in a collectible convention yeah so that's they'll, true. they'll sit they'll sit there they'll, they'll walk in their fucking cosplay or whatever their cosplaying has <laughs> and they'll they'll look over and they'll see like a nintendo and they do like a double take and they're like oh shit they still make those like, well, no they don't make <laughs> they don't make those still but it's available for you they still work though <laughs> they still work oh man i get that question all the time does it work does it work yeah yeah it works so you uh so what you basically started at uh <clears throat> just to so I understand the uh, marketplace was basically a big. Uh, it's like a storefront with a bunch of little sub sub stores inside for collectibles. Right, kind of like you would find at a convention, but as a full time business. Right. I mean, imagine a convention shrunk down. Yeah. Essentially, and that's where you got started. Went off to your first convention, just crushed it, and then just kind of kept pursuing it from there, yeah. and just doing con cons every year. Yeah. It like. I was making, I made more money in in one weekend than I did the entire year working at Kohl's. Really? Yeah. So, w at what point did you decide? All right, I gotta, I'm gonna call it quits on Kohl's and pursue this full time. <laughs> it was right after Phoenix Comics. <laughs> really? <laughs> so that really was like I, the, the, the turning point. Yeah, like I I got my W twos back from Kohl's, and I'm like, the, the fuck is this? Like, why am I? Why am I doing this? Yeah, like, I I made I, this much at Phoenix Comic Con, so. There was obviously a demand for it, mm -hmm. uh, and I just said, "Screw it, let's go ahead and, and and dive deep into it." And it was probably the best decision I've ever made. Yeah, I would honestly. say they did. Yeah, probably, but much better than sticking with Coles. At least. I mean, you're it's right. a better decision than that. Yeah. Um, and what? Uh, so, what is? Where has the store grown since since you've opened it? Oh man! All right, let's let's go back a little bit more. Okay. So, when you first opened the store, what were your anticipations? What were, what were you worried about? Like, what was going through your mind when you're like, "All right." I'm going to do this, but here's what I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so, you mean when I went and went and opened Triforce or when I opened up, when I went full time? When you opened up Triforce, because you went full time still at the convent, at the uh, yeah, marketplace. I had right? my, my video game, my video game business is called Game Over Games. So, I was strictly, I was strictly video games for the longest time. I like, I, I, my most uh, knowledgeable section of my business is video games. I can like look at a, I can look at a title and be like, oh, that's 10 bucks. Oh, that's 30 bucks or whatever. Oh, okay. It's just, I just know how to do that's it. That's still your forte. Yeah, that's my forte. They had that and Pokemon cards. Fucking Pokemon cards, <laughs> dude. I swear to God. I need to do an Ian hates everything and I need to, I need to talk about Pokemon cards. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway. Um, so when, uh, I was making, I, I was making almost the same amount of money as the, the business owner, like the building owner, Neil of collector's marketplace at the time. So he, when he saw how much business I was getting, he's like, you kind of got to go. Oh, so, so I was like, I get it. I get it, man. You, like these collections are coming in and they're coming to me and I'm making all this money in your shop. I understand. Yeah. 
So we, <clears throat> he kicked everybody out. <laughs> he kicked all the people, all the extra vendors out. And uh, we all opened up our own shops. So I, I teamed up with, uh, uh, his name is Danny. He he does like modern Star Wars. But he also, he knows Star Wars. He's like this Star Wars guru. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Every time I see the dude, he's wearing a Star Wars shirt. Yeah. He's, so. he, Dan, Danny <laughs> is like Rain Man when it comes to Star Wars. It's 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 weird. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Danny, too, for giving me that original press vinyl. Oh, yeah. From the 70s. Well, not giving it to me. I bought it, but. Um, it was, was it that was, was mine though. Oh, that was yours. <laughs> That's right. That was the whole point of contention. You're like, whose is this? Yeah, no, well, yeah. you knew who it was, but Danny thought yeah, it was. Yeah, like, this was mine. I'm like, nah, bro. I do. I do records now, dude. Sorry. Well, yeah. Sorry. I take back my shout out to Danny. <laughs> shout out to Ian. All right. That's no, all right. Go continue. So uh, you, you teamed up with Danny. Uh, we teamed up. We I, I we needed. I couldn't do a, a a building by myself. I couldn't rent a place by myself. So we kind of figured, hey, why not team up uh, with somebody else so we can split the rent. And all that, and that makes we sense. and we ended up finding this stellar location in downtown Glendale, right next to um, a comic book, comic book shop that's gotten like best comic book shop uh, uh, of the year like seven times in a row, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, Ken, the owner of Drawn to Comics, was super cool, and he like once we opened up uh, a Triforce, he would send people our way and we had this like symbiotic relationship and all that. Cause you don't do comics. I don't do. Well, I mean, I know comics. I just, yeah. 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 You just don't, we have this gentleman agreement that, right. that I don't, I don't buy comics or I don't sell comics in the shop and he doesn't sell video games in his, in his comic book shop. So whatever. Uh, but the, the evolution of, of the business has like, I don't do just video games anymore. Mm-hmm. It's literally everything. I do pops. I do, uh, man, I'm doing VHS tapes. Really? Yeah. I mean, you remember VHS? Like, oh, yeah. When you were a kid. The you... Orange Rugrats one was like my shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, just, I just bought a stack of, of Bruce Lee uh, VHS. Oh, yeah, dude. Chinese, Chinese Connection. You got the original yeah, ones, dude. dude. Yeah, dude. I got like, it's like his Enter whole... the Dragon. Yeah, I got it. Thing. Yeah. Oh. I, I got it for super cheap at a, at a toy show yesterday. If you didn't know this about me, I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan. <laughs> huge Bruce Lee fan. So that's when, awesome. When I bought it, I definitely thought of you. Did you? Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I do vinyl records. It, People collect VHS though. So? It's it's the same kind of collecting as vinyl records. Okay, they just want retro stuff. It's an experience. You, so okay. you have this, there's this aesthetic of of VHS where you got like the tracking and, the, mm-hmm. and it's just an, an you got to rewind it. You rewind People it. like doing that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you're sitting down listening to a record, it's the it's an experience. You know, you get the cracks of the the pen or the the stylus and all that kind of good stuff. It's an experience. Same thing with cassettes. Same thing. Uh, I mean, you know, like little cassette right. music cassettes. Yep, those are fucking big right now. I don't know why. Really, like, they sound terrible. They sound terrible. Like, wow, that's crazy. That's people coming in with like Walkmans and stuff. Yeah. Really? So, uh, because of Guardians of the Galaxy, oh, the, the, uh, Peter Quill doing yeah, this Peter Quill's Walkman, okay. like the one with the the yellow foam, it's like five hundred bucks. Really? Yeah, like a fucking <laughs> Sony Walkman, dude. Like, god damn, god. Yeah, it was probably like fifteen dollars when it came out, right? It, like, it was probably like yeah, twenty twenty five bucks. Yeah, but you could have gotten it for a dollar like a year ago or a couple years ago. And then yeah. Peter Quill Ward and they Guardians, wore, and yeah. now it's a thing. Yeah, five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I have two Sony Walkmans that are like one hundred twenty five bucks at the shop. Really? Yeah. It got it has the original, uh, like uh, headphones and everything. You really do have everything. I do. I I, I, <laughs> I bought a box of Wheaties yesterday. 
uh, from 1998 that has Michael Jordan on the cover. That's actually pretty dope. It is fucking dope. That's pretty dope. But so, are you gonna hold on to that one, or are you gonna? No, sell it? it's it's at the shop. It's at the shop. It's inside the case. So I would pivot just a little bit. Maybe we'll come back to it. Is, are there things that come into the shop that you pur- purchase and you keep for your own collection? It's funny you say that. Um, I do actually. Uh, I mean, obviously, we got like pops and stuff in here that you like bring to the studio. But right, uh, right. Um, I I keep a lookout for comics. I mean, I collect comics. Okay. So I'm a huge, huge, huge Thor fan. Nice. Like, uh, I haven't had any really big Thor books come through because uh, Drama Comics doesn't really buy off the sh- like. They don't really buy collections like we do. People come in all the time with just random ass stuff to sell. Like we've had, <laughs> we had someone bring in uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln, like replica, like letters. Oh, like uh, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. But it's like this isn't Pawn Stars though. I know, right? <laughs> let, me ask, let me go ask my 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 expert over here. <laughs> Best I can do is four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, uh, and I'm like this. If, if this is legit, Abraham Lincoln, this needs to be in a museum. This doesn't need to be in my shop. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right next to a po- holographic Charizard. Right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh, fucking Pokemon. <laughs> um, uh, I'm sorry. Where were we? Uh, you, you you're a big Thor fan. You're collecting oh, Thor yeah, comics. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this, I I mean, I collect Overwatch pops as well. So Overwatch is my game. Uh, I mean, I play all kinds of fucking games, but Overwatch. And you're not a casual Overwatch player, dude. No, you're competitive, right? Well, yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm well, I mean, okay, it's in your nature. I know it's in my nature too to be competitive. So anything we're gonna do is gonna have a competitive right. element to it. But in Overwatch, you take you take that shit serious. I yeah, I usually <laughs> I usually play quick play. Just like a regular game there, where people usually go to like practice, and I'm I like I'm a try hard. Like, <laughs> They're like, like getting warmed up. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, no, fuck you. <laughs> that's funny. You're trash. I'm like, let's quick play, bro. Chill out. So that's pubs, basically, is what like a public lobby. Yeah. Instead of ranked. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're you're going into pubs like just like and, whatever. and just like shredding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about shredding. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that good. You're sweating though. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, that, that's me. Like at, at eleven o'clock at night, motherfucker. The thing about video games, dude. I, nobody like everybody's good now. You know what I mean? Like because <laughs> it's a popular thing. Like video games have in the basically since Fortnite. Like I know Fortnite's a little bit older now. Not necessarily right. older, but like what five, six years old, something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Like. Sweat lords are out there, dude, and they are everywhere. What you call it, sweat lord? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I've never heard that before. It's like I feel like I'm in the Matrix, and they're just a bunch of like I feel like I'm Neo, right? Like, yeah, but right. and and they're just everywhere, and they're just coming from every angle. Nobody yeah. misses anymore. Yeah. Well, everybody's man. good. If you're, you're playing on PC, right? I play on PC, dude. Yeah. Everyone cheats on PC. Uh, yeah. That, well, that, that's the problem with PC is that you got all these fuckers that cheat. Yeah. My brother, he's like, he doesn't play Apex with me anymore. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> because uh, there's two things that happen. Either we win or I'm yelling in the mic at him Dude, for fucking up something. That's it's, totally me. Or I'm yelling in the mic because somebody's cheating, right? If I die, it's because somebody's cheating. Of I don't, course, I don't of die course. because they got me. Right. No. Right, right. No. <laughs> Man, that's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that watch? Look at this snap. He's snapping, bro. He's snapping. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. You can't really cheat as well on console. I, I know, yeah. Well, so the console, it's actually much easier now because they have those packs. 
you know, and, right. and where you get the double whammy is people using those because they're a hardware pack on the controller. It's not actually on the on the console. What? Yeah. So it gets rid of like recoil and helps with like it's like a like a, a hardware component on the controller that you plug in, right? They run that hardware controller and that that cheating plugin through their PC also. So they get the aim assist with the PC what? FPS and what graphics and they get the and it's a hardware component so the PC anti cheat has a hard time picking it up. Because it's really, not a software. Really? So, dude, it, PC gaming That's is lame. Fucked. I know. Okay. And then you got places like, you know, then you got uh, uh, bat, uh, 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 Call of Duty saying that they have new software that's supposed to be like the best anti-cheat that they've ever seen. Before it even got released, people had already like figured out how to hack it and, and they're cheating on it. I, come so, on. It's ridiculous. But that was a whole tangent. We got off on the tangent. Anyway. <laughs> I, so I, I do buy stuff for myself. Um, Where are we going with the Thor stuff? So no, I just that's what I collect. That's what you. So collect. if Thor stuff comes in, I generally uh, I'll pick what I like and I'll and I'll buy it. You run if, with that. If like a big statue comes in, I don't. That's not my section. So Danny buys all the like the Marvel, DC, and stuff like that. I buy the video games, anime, all that kind of stuff. Um, but if a Thor, if something Thor comes in, he's like, "Do you want this?" <laughs> <laughs> kind of reluctantly, he's like, like, "Yes, yes, I do. I want that." Yeah. Who's uh? You got this. I'm surprised that, honestly, I'm surprised it hasn't sold maybe because, like, I overestimated the popularity of Gears of War. Okay. But, like, you got that full-size Gears of War machine gun with the chainsaw replica in your oh, shop. the Retro Lancer? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, how is, did, who, is that yours? Or is that, yeah, is that, is that one of Danny's items? Did you, did you play Destiny at all? No, I, I no? never played Destiny. Do you know actually. what the ga- Gallahorn is? No. So, it's like the end-all, be-all weapon of Destiny. Everyone has to farm for for the Galahorn. Okay. I just got the Galahorn. It's just this giant fucking rocket launcher. <laughs> really? And it's right underneath the Retro Lancer. Oh, really? And everyone's like, oh my god, what is that? Retro Lancer and the Galahorn? So, um, it's expensive. That is, is it? Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Is it's a highly, I mean, it looks highly detailed. Like, it looks it like is. a cool piece. It, it makes noise. I mean, the chainsaw doesn't move, but the, yeah. but it makes noise like it is. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't want that liability as a toy maker. So I, I know, right? Chainsaws. Uh, yeah, it it uh, uh, that's mine, and it's is people just want want to look at it, and they don't want to put down the money that needed for it. Yeah, I get it. It is what it is. So you probably get a lot of people coming in there that are just kind of like empty checks, right? Like they're like, I have this much money, I'm gonna go see what I can get with it. Is that how most people approach the shop? Uh, no, not. Or really. do people come in there looking for specifics? People come in usually looking for specifics. Really? Yeah, they're looking for right now uh, on, the, on the video game side. They're looking for uh, GameCube, N64, PS1, and GameCube. Dude, everyone, everyone who who had a GameCube when they were a kid, they're adults now and they have money. And they want to relive their childhood. So the same reason why I would buy an N64 or yeah, something like that. They're right. buying that GameCube's that for them. Yeah, exactly. And P- uh, PS1 uh, and PS2. Yeah. Are, are, oh, PS1. You can't find PS2s anymore, man. Really? Yeah. Like the special, probably not the Slim, especially, huh? Um, the both, PS2 Slim was so both sick. Of them, both of them. I remember yeah. the first time I saw one, I was like, dude, my buddy Jake's got the PS2 Slim, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Shout out to Jake. Yeah, I was like, that's <laughs> sick, dude. And we played Grand Theft Auto on it. Fuck yeah, man. That's when I found out what the word dildo was. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That took yeah, you that long. It was, yeah, it was, uh, I was like, like, I can't remember what grade I was in, but like, I was like, what's a dildo? And his brother, his older brother was like, hey, shoot, shoot, shoot. Don't, <laughs> don't 
don't say that too loud. My dad's my gonna. Dad's right here. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like, here's what it is, but don't like say it. Like, we're, he's gonna That's take funny. the game away. Which which <laughs> Grand Theft Auto were you playing? Uh, I want to say it was Vice City or even okay. before. That makes, that before makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it was just Grand Theft Auto Three. Yeah, I think it was Vice City though. Yeah, because that was like the first like big. I feel like the Vice City is what broke out. Grand Theft Auto. Uh, yeah, Vice City. San Andreas really kind of. Ah, uh, that's true. Blew it up. Yeah. Yeah, which was after Vice City, right? Yeah. 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 But yeah, Vice City was the one that we were mobbing on when I <laughs> when I be, when I became a man that day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So you don't really have like so people come in there looking for specifics, but uh you've also expanded out the store now into you have another room with yeah. like arcade machines and you were doing that one time smash tournaments in there yeah that so yeah i was holding i was one of uh like only like three or four spots in the in in the valley that were running smash tournaments um and covid fucking hit and ruined it all yeah dude so you haven't picked that back up I, since I, yeah i we have so we have this like 600 square foot room adjacent or connected and adjacent to our our main building uh, and we used it for for the smash and for like storage when when we weren't doing smash tournaments. Um, so we had to tran- uh, um, make it into to sellable space. So I ended up putting my arcade machines. I have uh, three working arcade machines. I have a, a Ms. Pac-Man machine, a Turtle uh, four player cabinet, and a Play Choice Ten. Play Choice Ten is fucking dope. Um, and uh, if you watch the live stream, you know that Play Choice Ten is just ten <laughs> retro games, right? right? Ten, ten. Well, it's ten n- <clears throat> Nintendo games. Oh, okay. Um, uh, in one cabinet, and that's yeah. the one that was making all that noise yeah, all on the live stream. Noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's cool. It's not cool to like keep running it because it'll like it'll put a like, uh, a bug in your brain. Like, oh yeah. Like, oh god, I don't want to hear. Like subconsciously, song. you'll hear that song. noise. Yeah, I, I hear that yeah. baseball like tune <laughs> in my sleep. Ugh. Anyway. Um, so yeah, we put, uh, we ended up putting movies, um, vinyl records, sports equipment and like, not equipment, sports memorabilia. And then like music memorabilia. Uh, yeah. So you got like Jordan cards Yeah, you got all kinds yeah. of stuff. I've, I've actually been on the lookout myself. I didn't even tell you this for like Walter Payton card. Something really? like that. Yeah. I think I have some Walter, Walter Payton. Do you card. have some Walter I Payton I, stuff? I I I'm going to have to go down there okay. and, and snag that. Um, but yeah, you got like you're expanding into sports cards. I saw like uh, I think it was Danny has like uh, uh, like metal music, like death, yeah. like metalcore and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah. uh, well, that's me. Uh, or is that you? St- is that your stuff too? I'm, I'm expanding into everything. Yeah, like really. like cool music stuff. Like 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 you said. Oh, that's where. Okay, that makes sense because it's the cassettes and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, it's kind of just really kind of become a pop culture shop. Yeah, everything. yeah. The, my collectible pop culture. The goal when I. When I opened it up was uh, I wanted there to be something for everybody. So uh, the collectible market, especially here in, in, in like the Southwest. So And I'm, I'm lumping California, Vegas, you know, Texas and all that. It, it's male dominated. A bunch of neckbeards, a bunch of mouth breathers. Yep. Uh, knuckle draggers. Knuckle draggers. Yeah. Whatever you want to call them. The, I mean, I sell to them. I like selling to them because they, they spend a lot of money. You know, no, no, I'm not, I'm not trash talking at, at them at all. Uh, no, I mean, we're a part of that community. We're, we're right? definitely, like, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're definitely, yes, we're definitely part of that community, but we're in, in, a, in an area where there's a lot of families as well. So what I wanted to do was make, um, bring something for everybody. So if you have a family that of five coming through like three kids, 
you know, and, and two parents, I want the mom to be able to go into the other room and go, oh, shit, I, I like Barry Manilow. Let me go ahead and get a Barry Manilow record. Like, go for it. Yeah. You know, or the kids are geeking out on Pokemon cards while dad is looking at, at Jordan cards in the other room. Yeah. You know, or looking at Star Wars. That's what I want. I wanted I wanted something for everybody. That's and what. That's pretty much what it is. That's pretty much what it turned into, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I play. Uh, I have this playlist that I play that has like one second it's Little Mermaid playing, and then like the next second I got Metallica or Slayer or something. So you're and even switching up the music dude, for dude, everybody. Uh, yeah, like Slayer followed by Little Mermaid. It's crazy. Like people laugh about it all the time, all the time. That would throw me off if I'm like fucking Slayer, and then the next me it's like it's just, it's like it's a small world or something comes on. <laughs> Like, look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? <laughs> For whom the bell tolls. Right. Like, Shit. <laughs> it happens all the time, man. I fucking love it. I love it. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what? So the holiday season's coming up, though. Yes, yes. Holiday season's coming up, man. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of dreading it, really. Yeah. So do you? Uh, I mean, do you do like a Black Friday? No. How do you how do you handle really. like how do you handle people that are like coming in here looking for deals? Like you'd mark stuff down. Like how do you um, approach the holidays? I I I generally don't do anything. Sorry, I got the sniffles, so Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm phlegmy this morning as well, so it's all good. Yeah. Uh I generally don't do deals, really. It's collectible stuff. It's you don't cool. put collectible stuff on sale. Uh-uh. Really. No. It is what it is. People are always trying to get deals anyway. Yeah. So well you take five bucks off of this, I'm like, I don't know how much cash you got, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh let me talk to my expert. I'll ask. You just put on another hat. Yeah, right. Like, the, like let that me... dude from Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> just switch your hats. <laughs> let me talk to my brother. He's the owner. Yeah. Um. Nah, it, I don't know. People always look for deals. They always want me to put uh, like N64s on on sale. I can't do that. Yeah. It, they're they're too too popular. They're right? they're going to sell for the price I have them at. Yeah. So what do N64s go for? Though? Oof, like one twenty five. Like well, I'm I'm expensive. So I, I take – what I do, I go the extra mile, and I make sure that there's no, like, hand goo in the cracks of your controller. Oh, okay. I take the controllers apart. I clean the buttons. I sanitize everything. Oh, cool. Uh, and then I do the same thing on the on the console. I take the console apart. Uh, so I charge 150 for an N64. But you're getting it's, a cleaned, guaranteed-to-work like console. I'm a, that, I'm a collector. Yeah. So I, I know how I want – how I would want my N64 to be. And that's how I treat it. So you're gonna you're paying that little, <laughs> paying that little extra money, the for premium it. for it. Yeah, 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 but you're getting a better product. I think so. Yeah. Other people, I mean, if you don't think so, then you know you can clean it yourself. I'd go find it at at Goodwill or or the Swap. Go right ahead. Yeah, but you're going to you go. It's a specialty shop. It makes I, sense. I'm going the extra mile to make sure you are getting a guaranteed to work clean system. Yeah. Did you end up selling that uh, that that Japanese original boxed no uh, N64 it's still yet? There. Yeah. Yeah. People are scared to buy it because it's Japanese. They're not sure if it's going to work. Yeah. Well, or... it, yeah, it does. It definitely works, but yeah. people are still scared to buy it. Weird. It. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's the ultimate collector piece if you're an N64. I, if you're buying that piece, you're not buying it to play with it. You're buying it to put it on your shelf. Yeah. So, and that's why it is where it's at. That makes sense. So that one's obviously even going to be more expensive than. It's not. Actually, it's cheaper. It's it's slightly more expensive than a than a loose uh, U.S. version. Oh. Like, and, and the Japanese one is boxed. I think I have it for like two hundred bucks boxed. That doesn't seem crazy to I, me. I don't think so. That doesn't either. seem crazy. To I don't me. think so. No. 
So, eh, well, we don't have to go into the prices of every I mean, item yeah, at your right, shop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, what is kind of your like top sellers? Pokemon. Yeah. I yeah. figured that's where that was Man, going. Man, fucking Pokemon, dude. I swear to God. People, everyone comes in with Pokemon cards. Like, every single day. Because you buy, you buy collections, too, yeah, right? That's yeah. how you. That's actually how you have inventory, is by buying collections. Well, I also buy, like, wholesale. And, okay, and wholesale. So I, I have, like, all the new all the new sets coming out. <laughs> right. Okay, right. So, and then what people do is they'll, they'll buy the new sets, and then they'll open up their packs, and then they have dupes of certain cards, or, like, bulk of, of all that stuff, and they're like, I don't want this crap. Yeah. So they bring it into me and they sell it to me and they get singles that they want. Okay. So nice. And Pokemon cards always going to be the bread and butter of of uh, as far as volume anyway of what you're moving at the shop. Um, it's basically yeah. It, the way the way it's turned out is is the, how I make my money. How I pay rent is pop vinyls and Pokemon cards, and then, and then the occasional video game sale. That so it's like little tiny one dollar two dollar uh, you know. $5 Pokemon and, and pop sales. And then I'll have like a $75, $150 video game sale. So it's uh, the video games are just like this extra shot of adrenaline. Oh, nice. Into the way okay. the, the system works. And you got, you got them all, you got all kinds of video games. Oh, well, I, I got, so, so you got one, you got basically, I would say, would you say you have the majority of the titles for each console? No. Retro console. I, I no, I don't. Really? Yeah. Because there's man. so much in there, dude. There is. There. Is. I mean, the Nintendo by itself has like 700 some titles. Really? Yeah. Okay. So no way you yeah. can keep up with all that. I mean, the the heavy hitters like Contra and, and uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Like, yeah. Those go fast. They go fast because everybody wants those. Yeah, Mario titles going. Mario quick. titles go fast. Mario Party on the N64 and the GameCube gone. Oh yeah. Like people. People want that. Uh, Smash Bros. People want that shit. Really? Yeah. You get people calling in asking for all, that all the time. Really? Like daily. There, do you have? Do you have this Pokemon game? Do you have Pokemon <laughs> Yellow? Do you have? Do you have Pokemon Soul Silver? I don't. So with a shop like that, I mean, you can't really. You have like you can't. There's no point in having a website to buy this stuff, right? Because like it's, it probably flies so quickly and comes in so randomly that there's no way to really inventory this on a on a website. No. There's, it, Virtually impossible. So you have to go in to get this kind of stuff. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I mean, because uh, like when everybody's buying everything online these days, like to go get the real shit that you like the collectible stuff, you still have to do it in the original way you do it right back then. So that's kind of cool. Right, right. It actually adds to the aesthetic, I think. Maybe not intentionally by design, but still. I like it. I I, I think it's a, uh, I don't I think my shop is, is unique in the fact how I, I, it, you get the same kind of experience as a as a, a different collectible store, but you get the the retail aspect of it. Yeah, of like of when you go to Kohl's, like oh, you expect good customer service. I mean, I try to give good customer service as much as possible. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Some other people might not think I do, but I try. Uh, but I try to give that experience. I try to give and you people walk in, you get you get greeted at the door. You know, I acknowledge the fact that you walked into my shop, kind of thing. You know, hey, you've never been here before. Let me show you around. I kind of oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, this is your business and it is your job. But like, this is also I would is it fair to say it's a passion project too? I was just gonna say that. Like, dude, like this yeah. is you got into it because you you started selling your own collection, right? Like you were a collector before you were a seller, right? So obviously, that's still that love for for the material is still gonna be there, right? No matter the size. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty awesome. <laughs> and 
I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say too. So I, I went to Disneyland, uh, what a couple weeks ago. Okay. And uh, you know, we went. They have this, um, this like uh, they, they, the way they make it seems is like you're walking into an armory to buy the oh, swords, the, the and lightsabers, stuff. yeah, yeah, and like there's the helmets. Like it's really cool. They definitely do like a whole thing about it. But I was up at the counter and we were looking to buy a lightsaber. Like waiting our turn, waiting our turn, you know, because there's a lot of people and there's no line, by the sure, way. It's just like sure. whenever you make your way to the counter, then it's your turn. Yeah, right. So, okay. Totally disorganized. And we get there and like some lady just comes like barging through and she's like in this like super, I don't know how else to phrase this other than like annoyingly nerdy tone. It was like, <laughs> um, I want this one, this one, this one, please. And thank you. Like that, you know what I mean? Okay. Like she knew exactly what she wanted and was proud to let people know that she knew what she was talking She's about. She's like a nerdy Karen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want to call him. A Becky. A Becky. It sounds nerdier than Karen. So she was a Becky. I think a Becky is a young Karen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh my God. And I could see the, the, the lady on the other side of the counter, her reaction like, okay. Because like they let you hold the lightsaber. They have like uh, – um, public ones that they let you hold so you can okay. feel it and yeah, see if, you know, get a feel for it sure. and whatever, light it up, all that good stuff. Sure. She's like, okay. And she, like, I could tell she was like, oh God, another one. <laughs> you know, like another one of these people. <laughs> okay. And I was like, this is a little glimpse as to what Ian probably oh, every, has to deal with day, all the time. Every day, <laughs> I try man. For it. Like literally, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm watching this go down. I could imagine Ian on the other side of this counter. Yeah. Dealing with somebody who, uh, I mean, I get it. Like they're excited about it, but like just has doesn't have the self awareness to realize that like they're still in a public place and like well, you know, I mean, yeah. There's people out there. The type of collectible and the type of of uh, I don't know what I want to say. It, it lends itself. This type of collecting and this type of business lends itself to those kind of people. So people who don't generally go out to Target or Walmart or whatever. And interact with other people in a normal fashion, I guess. Yeah. It it lends itself to those people coming in and talking to me because uh, they're assuming that I'm also interested in the things that they are. I am to a certain degree. You uh, know, maybe it's playing out like a video game. Like you're the you're an NPC. I mean, sure. You know, yeah, and they're yeah. there to buy some stuff, and they're playing it out like a video game. You know, like, I'll I'll sit there and, and I'll talk. Uh, I'll talk video games for like five minutes on something I have no idea what they're talking about. Really? Yeah, but it happens all the time. Yeah, I, I, you, I get. I, you probably uh, learn quite a bit though from those people. I would assume, right? They, they, because they're almost like a yeah. specialist on that game. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just picking up on stuff. Yeah, I actually had a kid come in talking Avatar with with me. It, he didn't. He didn't know that I had the podcast at the at the time. He oh, was really? Like, he's like fifteen, sixteen. Um, and he had an Avatar shirt on. And uh, and he he starts talking about because I think I had Atla playing on the back TV. Oh, okay. So he's like, oh, you know, this and that, Avatar, this, Avatar, that. And I started going and and talking, um, about the things that I liked about Avatar, and like his face just lit up. And he's we we he's have, like, oh, you know, Avatar. you know Avatar, <laughs> and and that's the kind of moment that I that I I look for. Where you can connect with yeah, somebody yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, hey, I I I, have, I like Avatar, or hey, I like Thor, hey, I like uh, God of War, whatever the case may be. And yeah. you like a lot of stuff, so it's probably pretty it's lot, easy yeah. to, like, to do that. I like a lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know I know He-Man. I know Turtles. I know uh, I know Star Wars now, you, you know. Uh, so I, I can, I can uh, navigate 
pretty much a, a good majority of pop culture. Yeah, and that's kind of you, you talk about it before, but like uh, <clears throat> not on today's episode, but you've mentioned this in the past how like part of the job is keeping up with what's relevant I and what's to, new or what what's resurging, right. you know, really what's coming down the pipe. What is that thing right now? Uh, is it still kind of floating? Like you were saying, the Pops Pokemon thing. Pokemon is still hot right now. Um, What's like the new thing that's kind of coming The new in? toy. Is there anything that's standing out? Have you heard of Squishmallows? No. What Man. the? <laughs> Squishmallows. <laughs> it's like the, the new toy for the season. Uh, Squishmallows. They're, they're these just squishy plush toys. And they're extra like squishy. Okay, like they're filled with like jelly or something. No, I don't know. It's like some like microfiber, I, I or memory foam something. Oh, I okay. don't, I don't know what it is, but it's extra squishy. It's not, <laughs> it's not like a real, like a regular plush. You sit there and you like squeeze it. Uh, but they have uh, licensed characters on there. Like they have, oh. like uh, I went, I bought my daughter Sally from A Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay. They look like a little potato, but it's, but it's a a character. Um, they have like five inch ones all the way up to like twenty four inch, and that's a popular thing, dude. Right now? I, I yeah, it's Squishmallows, Squishmallows. Okay, so like this is like a new uh, uh, Beanie Baby kind of thing. I yes, yeah. I it's just yeah, it's you can never really question why some things come to popularity. I I see why they're popular, because like, they're the way that they they're squishy is is like satisfying, satisfying it's yeah. so satisfying and then the licensing on top of that right so you get the cool characters you want right. and stuff it's probably only a matter of time before we get an oppa one probably oh, man. you know dude, if that happens <laughs> oh my god yip yip baby oh dude i would love a little squishy oppa that'd be fucking adorable <laughs> damn see now i want one see? all right see? <laughs> that's they're, they're i think a lot of companies are going and and doing the pop vinyl route because because Funko got the license to literally everything under the sun. So Except, now everybody's trying to license. Just get yeah. get the license and start uh, pumping out stuff. Let's get Tigger on a fucking Squishmallow. Let's get <laughs> shit. I don't know. Yeah, but that's cool. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so what is with we we kind of touched on this just a minute ago with the holiday season coming up. You know, obviously things aren't going to be discounted and stuff like that. But I'm assuming obviously it gets much busier pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of carries through the rest of the year. Pretty much. Do you yeah. do you end up like uh, having to hire additional help, or you just kind of like do your um, best to handle the masses? Well, I know I know Ricky's helped at the shop before. Ricky's helped at the shop, yeah, yeah. So every year, it's before COVID, every year in downtown Glendale, they have this thing called Glendale Glitters, right? And they they put out, uh, they light up every single tree in different colors. They they put they they play music at night. Um, and it's just this winter wonderland type thing in this, in the downtown Glendale. Um, twice, like I think two nights out of the, out of the year, they have, they close off the main street, uh, the main drag and they, they put, uh, extra vendors out there, like food vendors, uh, craft vendors blow up, uh, it's almost like a farmer's market kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like a jungle gym or like the, the, what are the blow up jumper jumping thing? I don't know. Little balloon house. <laughs> balloon house. I don't know what they're sure. called. Jumping a jump house. Jump house. There we go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> balloon house. So they have a, like a bunch of jump houses and shit like that, and little carnival rides and stuff. I still don't know if jump house is right. Now I I'm think, like I'm stuck a, on that. Is it a jump house? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, I I've rented enough of them. I think they're jump houses. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. But since COVID, they they stopped doing that. Wow. So the the first year after after COVID, when we were when we opened. Uh, Black Friday was just a regular Friday. 
Really? Yeah. It, it gets busy at night. People still want to go go out yeah. and and uh and shop and then look at the 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 uh lights. But it's not like it was before COVID. Like we had we had standing room only uh like the first year we were we were open on Damn. Black Friday. Yeah. It was nuts. That That's was the year nuts. that Ricky helped out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dang, you got to watch for people with like little sneaky hands and stuff All when it gets time. that busy, All dude. Time. Just picking up little. little... Yeah, I'm like, I'm like a sentry. I like, I'm like, <laughs> like, who's stealing what? Yeah, you I should like get a little tower <laughs> in the middle and just sit. And just a <laughs> eye of Sauron yeah, just looking at people. Spotlight. Spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would be pretty funny yeah, if you dressed up like that and did that on Black Friday. <laughs> just, just cosplay as the eye of Sauron. Yeah. <laughs> you may, uh, maybe we may be onto we something be there. Something. I'll do it sure. if you if you want it. I'll yeah. do it. I'll sit up there with a spotlight and point it at people. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> put that down. <laughs> See, I think like at that point though, it may encourage people to try to steal something. They try to get away with it. Yeah, right. So you know, maybe I got away from the ISR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here, nerd. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I love Star Wars. So anyway, what's uh, what's is there anything new? What's the new? What's coming? Is there anything you're working towards for uh, for Triforce? I know you're expanding out that new room. That's kind of been the recent project. Um, so I just I just got in, just got into manga. Actually, that's uh, like animated porn, right? Oh, stupid! <laughs> no, oh, that's hentai. But oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend like I don't know, okay. so that people sure, don't sure. catch on. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got into manga. Uh, people are going bonkers for that shit, dude. I didn't realize it. The dude manga's huge. Manga's huge. I I had a buddy in high school who who was huge into mangas, really? and I obviously made that same shitty joke about how it's just like hentai's, hentai, right? Yeah, but sure. it's not hentai. <laughs> yeah, he had the same reaction. Like, yeah. dude, get out of here with that. That's not what it is. <laughs> I do have those, but that's not this one. Oh, yeah, right. No, literally, it's funny. It's kind of always been the thing, like a big thing. Uh, yeah. But but you're just now getting into it. I'm just into, not getting into it. Yeah. Yet. Dude, you're running out. You're going to run out of space. I was, it's We're getting there, man. <laughs> you're going to have to take over like the barbershop next door or something. I get, yeah, yeah. It's, it's getting there. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, uh, it is what it is. I mean, things drop off if, if like, if all of a sudden pops are no longer selling, like, all right, get out of here, pops. True. So, and then I'll just expand to a bunch of manga. Yeah, you just uh, you kind of have to have this revolving door mentality to the inventory, right? right? Yeah, so pretty much, and then you just so you're not even just buying. I mean, you have a huge pop wall, like you got a huge pop. That's wall. not a huge pop wall, though. Well, I mean, it it's bigger than you'd find in like a a Walmart or something like that. Like right, you know, right, right, right. in one place, it's a it's not it's not a lot of pops compared to how many there are. But I feel like it's a pretty decent it's, pop it's wall. A, it's a good size pop wall. How do you? I'm asking a bunch of questions, but like I'm really curious cool, about yeah. <laughs> how do you know which ones you want to keep keep on? Is this just part of uh, knowing what's popular? Uh, Are you checking like eBay for what's going, what's I, selling? I, well, like how do I order pops basically? Yeah, like because there's a bunch to choose from. So how do you know which there's ones you want to keep? Hundreds to choose from. Um, it's it's hard, really. Uh, we kind of have a like a demographic that we kind of stick to. Um, if it's video game related, I buy it. If it's Star Wars, if it's Marvel. Um, if it's DC, I buy it. Okay. And then there's there's other lines that uh, that I'll I'll pick up. Like I picked up the park Parks and Rec pops. They got Parks and Rec they pops, got, dude. They got everything, man. You can get a little Ron Swanson pop. You, I have one. You do you? I have, like the episode <laughs> where he's like they're hunting. Yeah. That's the episode. And I ha- I have uh, I have the chase where he got shot in the head. 
Really? So he has like. He has I feel band. like these are like gag gifts almost. Like you'd buy it as a no, joke. No way. If you're, I, I fucking love Parks and Rec. No, man. I do too. But it's like, I just couldn't imagine how. Like, oh yeah, that's my little Ron Swanson pop. Yeah, dude. Ron, I, guess, I guess it is fun. It is I think cool. he's it like one fun. of the best characters TV has ever had. That's true. Ron Swanson. He definitely makes. Well, he doesn't make Parks and Rec by himself, but he is a big factor. Sure, I get it. Okay. Sure. sure. Uh, so, but those aren't selling very well. Parks and Rec isn't selling very well. Really? It's not nearly as popular as The Office. So it's got to be tough. Oh, yeah. First of all, let's get this straight. The Office is way better than Parks and Rec. Man, that's a bold statement there, buddy. Let's get this straight on the record. (laughs) I I like Parks and Rec uh, more than The Office, for sure. Well, that's because you're a pleb. Oh, okay. Okay, it's only uh, big brain people like The Office. I watch the uh, I watch The Office and it's super cringe and I can't watch cringe. Oh, okay. Like, I hate cringe. You don't like the cutaway like side interview things like they no, do that in Parkinson Rec. Uh, Michael Scott, he's like what he does. Uh, it's, it's cringe. It's cringe. Yeah, and, like that that stuff would not fly today. And I'm like, ooh, I can't. This is awkward. I don't want to be here right now. And I like I generally turn off the TV when that happens. You're not the first person I've met that said that. My cousin Josh has been on the podcast before. Yeah. He's a big Parks and Rec fan, huge Ron Swanson fan, okay. always quoting him. Says the same thing. He's like, it's just not my style of humor. I like The Office. I really do. Yeah. But I like Parks and Rec better. Okay. Um, but you said there's even The uh, the Office Pops, too? Yeah, man. The Friends Pops? Yeah, like... dude. There's a uh, Rachel. Uh, not, not Rachel. Uh, Phoebe? I don't even know Monica. Oh, Monica! The episode where Monica has the turkey on her head. Oh, there's a pop. There's for a that? pop of that, <laughs> and that one's actually expensive. So you can make pop. They really can make Everything. pops for fucking anything. Everything. I mean, we got a bunch of Avatar pops in here, and right. you, you said the Avatar pops are actually fairly popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? They, yeah, they really are. That was not a the, pun. The pop, the the oppa pop is like really stinking popular. Really? Yeah. It's fucking oppa, man. Yeah, everybody loves oppa. Everyone loves oppa. I, that's why I want more people to like read the, uh, like the canon on and see how, that there's a bu- there's like a lineage of maybe not necessarily like a lineage but there's a bunch of different uh, uh, sky bison out there. Really? Yeah, like like Kelsing. Oh, his, Kelsing, his uh, sky bison. Oh, uh, Pang Pang. Pang Pang. Yeah, yeah, like I would like to get a Pang Pang pop. That would be cool. I mean, but the thing is, is it probably look exactly yeah. like an pop. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Oogie pop or what's the what's the Genora's pop or Gen- pop. Or, uh, it's Oogie, I think, right? No, no. Who's uh, who's the one that snots everywhere? That's Opal's. Oh. Opal's uh, Sky Bison is the one that's all snotty. I can't remember the name. Yeah. I feel like that's Sky Bison today, though, if you haven't heard me sniffling the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, do they have – have I'll have to look. Do you know if they have the uh, Samurai Appa pop yet? They don't. As soon as that comes out, I'm getting dude, that. that'd be amazing. I'm getting that as so soon as it comes out, dude. dude. Oh, my God. S- dude, Yes. Um, so actually I, I do have a gift for the, for the, the studio. Oh, I forgot about that. I do have a gift for the studio. So you asked me earlier if I buy stuff for myself and this is essentially what I did. So some guy came in yesterday and he had a bunch of stuff that he wanted to trade for some Star Wars figs. So I ended up giving him cash because I don't do the Star Wars section. Um, so this is for the, this is for the, the, the studio, the studio. Okay. Let's check it out. Oh, whoa. What is this? So it is from McFarland Toys. It is a an Appa and an Aang with a glider. Oh, shit. Oh, dude. This is super sick. Yeah, 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 man. So he's got his... So this is an Aang in his regular garb with a air glider and then a 
looks like a like a eight inch long by four inch tall oppa replica yeah with his, a big old oppa with his big old saddle on and his reins yeah dude dude <laughs> they uh they crushed it on this oppa look uh, at all the detail on the fur yeah dude mcfarland toys doesn't play around this is super yeah. dope i want to it's the the ang is off its card so i'm gonna open it anyway yeah i've been yeah. waiting to open it uh but yeah the ang ang is super uh posable oh shit Oh, nice. Super posable. He, uh... Can oh, do Appa's head turns. Yeah, dude. So, um, his tail, uh... It doesn't look like pull, he's pulled yeah. Can I pull him out? Yeah, pull him out. So, he, he has his tail. Oh, my God! <laughs> his, his tail is not connected because the, the, they tried to... They, they saved on packaging. Big gaping ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, okay. So, it's just a little ball joint. Yeah, yeah. There we go. And then you you can put you can put Aang in in his saddle, and, dude, and have him fucking hanging out, bro. This Appa, his mouth even opens. Yeah, dude. We'll have to. We're gonna have to take pictures of this guy. Yes. And put him up on our socials. That's going up on the socials for so, sure. But uh, that's uh, sh- fuck yeah, dude. We got Appa and Aang in the studio, bro. Yeah, bro. Oh, dude, this is super dope. Let's see if we can give him his staff. So the the benefit of of having this uh this collectible store is I get to see this kind of stuff come through here all the time. And I get to see the new stuff that's, that's, uh, being that's in production. So I've, I've known about this, uh, toy line for like six months. Oh, really? Yeah. So is this a new drop? Yeah. Yeah. McFarlane. Well, it's not new, new, but it's new ish, but McFarlane toys put this out like a couple months ago. And nice. And you got it in. Yeah, well, some guy I didn't order it because I, I I missed the the deadline to order it. But you still were able I, to get it because yeah, somebody brought it into so, the shop. Yeah, yeah, and, and you I, get, gave him cash. And I got it. I got it for cheap. Nice, dude. Yeah, yeah. So this is did did you talk to him about Avatar when he brought it in? Nope. Really? He he gave two fucks. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so he just bought it because he probably thought it was popular and was looking uh, to collect I, it. Or? It was actually so it was a. Uh, Someone wrapped cellophane around the, the big box Appa and the the Ang, so I'm I'm thinking what people do is they get like because the the box is kind of chewed up, right? Yeah. And then Appa was like kind of loose in the box, so I'm thinking someone bought it or or oh oh yeah sorry, um, someone bought it and it didn't like it or yeah. or it came kind of fucked up, so it was it was overstock or uh, discounted out, and went to some discount you know place and now here it is and now here it is man it's made its way to its home the cabbage yeah. cart podcast yeah right what so. a journey this piece has had so it, dude this is why i like doing what i do man because i we, i get to see cool shit like this this really. uh dude mcfarland f- f- toys does not fuck around they really don't this is so detailed yeah tom mcfarland wow. knows what he's doing and fully articulating yeah dude like Okay, so the only thing is just the hands, but that's fine. Aang's a little skinny in the face. <laughs> I mean, there's only so much you can I do. I know, right? So like... <laughs> this is super cool. This is a super cool piece for the uh, for the studio. So we will drop this on the day of this episode going out yeah. so we don't ruin the surprise. Yeah, right. I'm going to make a... I'm gonna make a post about this, like black it out, just a silhouette. Do Guess it. what it is, like the Pokemon thing. Do it. That'll be cool, dude. Nice. Yeah, this is awesome. I mean, pretty much everything we have in the studio that's Avatar related, except for the books. one Iro print and the books, 
has come from Triforce Collectibles. Well, I mean, you did order the tea set on Amazon. That's true. I had the option to get that, but again, I don't think that was going to sell in my shop. There's another um, tea set that they've dropped as really? well. Mm-hmm. With a more traditional wide base um, pot. Okay. So it actually looks more, less, uh, I mean, that's a cool piece. Don't get me wrong. I actually really like it. It's very high quality. Right. But it, the one that, the new one that came out looks more uh, subtle and kind of uh, higher, higher, Less, less higher quality, less gimmicky. I guess oh, okay. you could say. Okay, it doesn't have like Iro on it and all that. It's just, it's got just like, like a tea set. It's just like the Jasmine Dragon on it. It looks like a le- like a like a legit tea set. Okay, so I'm gonna have to find that. Okay, because that's a cool piece. Okay, so we're actually uh, we might need to throw up another uh, another shelf in here pretty soon and start start adding this collectible adding stuff to it. Yeah, yeah, dude. So, yeah, man. But yeah, benefit of doing what I do is I get to see this kind of shit. Well, thanks for bringing this in. This yeah, is man. super cool. Absolutely. This is a super cool piece. And I think uh, Ricky's going to like it too. So, Well, he would have seen it today. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get, it'll be cool. We'll get his take on it next week when he's in the studio. For sure. So is there anything uh, else you would want to touch on real quick before we wrap it up on Triforce? Anything you want to let anybody know? Anything to... To get out there, or we pretty much covered it I all. I think we pretty much covered it all, man. <laughs> we started from the beginning and now all the way to what uh, to mangas and Triforce coming soon. So yeah, yeah, man. So uh, if you're in the valley and you want to come and, and if you listen to this on a regular basis and you, and you know my my voice and my name, come in and say hi. Really? Yeah, I fucking love talking about shit. Ask me about Pokemon cards. Don't ask me about Pokemon <laughs> cards. <laughs> uh, I'll talk to you about Pokemon cards. Then... <laughs> right. For the 10,000th time <laughs> that 10, day. Time yeah, day. you'll talk about Pokemon <laughs> cards. It's, uh, tell, me how, tell me how Charizard's your favorite Pokemon. Right. right. I definitely want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very unique take, by the way. Not a lot of people love Charizard, right? Everyone loves Charizard. <laughs> exactly. God damn it. Everyone loves Charizard. <laughs> he's like, man, you throw, a, you throw a rock at him and he's done. Yeah. Because he's like quadrupled. Anyway. Anyway, we won't get into it right now. If you want to talk to Ian about about Charizard, go to Triforce Collectibles downtown Glendale. (laughs) (laughs) But I think we pretty much hit everything today, so let's uh, go ahead and wrap it up. Um, So I'm going to give it my best shot at closing out Ricky's Ricky's uh, closing statements, right? So let's see if I can remember. <laughs> let's do it. Because he, he actually messed it up last week. So now in my head, I'm like remembering the mess the up. Mess up yeah. So I'm trying to remember. Let's see. Don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Follow Triforce AZ on Instagram. Follow the Cabbage Cart Podcast on Instagram. You ready to get out here, Ian? Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Uh-huh.